Hi there, I'm life coach Michelle Davis, and you're listening to my podcast, Decide Already. You know, I truly believe that the most important business is the one called your life, and you either create it or you'll have to experience one by default, and if you're like me, that just won't do. So stick around. I'm going to be sharing all of my best tools and tricks for creating the life of your dreams, one you'll love, and I'm talking every area, fun, love, relationships, health, money, career, every area. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. Hi there. Well, we are actually off to a great start already. And in this episode, we're going to talk about time management. I know it may not sound exciting, but this is one of my most favorite, favorite things to talk about mostly because it gives us a management process that helps us to stay on course toward the vision we see for ourselves. But I also love to discuss this topic because when I see people having a lot of stress or a lot of things falling through the cracks, they seem really busy or doing everything but what they really want to be doing. I know it's just a lack of time management. If I could just show them a few simple tools around time management, I know it would make things so much easier. Ever feel like time runs away from you or that there is more to do than there is time every day? Trust me, I know exactly what that feels like. And in this episode, we're going to look at a tool that will help to deal with that. But before we get to it, let's quickly take a look at where we are in establishing our foundational skill sets. At this point, you've identified your values and looked at life balancing in the pre-episode, episode episode zero, and then set goals for each of the areas of your life through casting your vision after episode one. The next step is to create a time management strategy that supports reaching what you've decided every area of your life is going to look like. So first of all, I want you to realize something. Your brain Well, it's meant to be in the present moment, which we'll talk about more in the next episode. However, most of us use our brains incorrectly. Yes, we do need to use it to gather all sorts of data and experiences, information, but the brain is not meant to be your calendar, your bookkeeper, your filing cabinet, or your secretary. Have you ever been so completely distracted by trying to remember your grocery list that you drive right past the grocery store? I've even gone several blocks before realizing I passed it. Or what about listening to a client tell you a story about the family trip they just took, but your mind is so preoccupied with making a list of things that need to be done before you can even leave work that you miss the whole thing and have to pretend like you've heard what they've been saying when you get back to the moment. You know, with a time management practice, you can keep the mind active in what is going on right now. If you've ever tried to meditate, you know that in the beginning of the practice, when you are trying to quiet the mind and be present, the brain keeps talking to you, distracting you, and thoughts keep coming through. Well, it's similar with trying to stay in the present moment and dealing with the tasks at hand. The brain just keeps going on and on with thoughts like worrying about, oh my gosh, I forgot to call so-and-so, or I don't want to forget that I need to be somewhere at this time, or remember I have that dry cleaning to drop off tomorrow. And we just keep filling it up and filling it up and filling it up. I think you probably know what I'm talking about. 
Well, the first thing that we need to do is to create a place to capture all of those thoughts outside of the brain. <laughs> and however you decide to do this is your choice. You can have a pad of paper that you take around with you. You can have an app on your phone that you speak into, or you might want to have multiples going on, like one by your bed or one by your desk, one in the kitchen. Whatever works best for you. I particularly like to have a small notebook. They make them in spiral bound and with hardbacks, just like a book. And I like to have those around me at all times. Once you've decided how you're going to capture those thoughts, every time you have one of those thoughts, that's not about what you're doing at the present moment, you're going to write it down. The trick around this is that you're going to trust yourself that you're going to look at all of the thoughts that you've captured later that day at a certain time. For example, you can say, at six o'clock, I'm going to check my list. So until then, I'm not going to worry about what's on it. This way, you know you're going to deal with what you've written down at another time. On a side note, these are thoughts around things you need to do, like something that needs to go on the calendar or be picked up or phone calls that you need to make, stuff like that. In the next episode, we will talk about thoughts that have an emotional charge that are destructive or keep you from being in the present moment and how to work through those. Those are a little different and require a little bit of journaling to figure out. And in the next practice, we'll talk about that. But what we are specifically talking about here are the to-do list items, the stuff you don't want to forget that we try to hold on to in our brains that keep us from staying present. And those are the things we want to capture so the mind can be clear. Okay, so now that you've captured a bunch of stuff, what do you do with it? Well, whenever you have determined that it's time to check out that list, like the example of PM, you're going to look at the list and make some decisions about what's been written down. For each item, ask the question, is this something that can be done in just a couple of minutes? This would be items like answer an email, call to refill a prescription or something like that. If so, then they're not going to take long enough to warrant putting on the calendar. So do them immediately. If you don't handle these little things when they come up, they can pile up and become quite overwhelming or slip through the cracks and not get done at all. Now, if the answer is no, it's going to take more than a couple of minutes. Ask yourself if it's something that can be delegated or something that only you can do. Because if it's something that can be given to someone else in your organization or in your household, that would be even better. Get that off your plate. If it's something that only you can do, then you need to ask yourself if it can be done in one action. If the answer is yes, then it's going on a master to-do list. If it's going to take several steps in order to accomplish it, it's going to become a goal. Each goal will fall under one of the areas of your life. You looked at those seven areas when you did the life balancing act from the end of the pre-episode. And I usually like to have a separate notepad for each of these areas, or if you're using that Trello board, a separate section for each of those areas. And they are work, money, personal growth, relationships, health, your space around you, and fun. By the way, if you've never heard of that Trello board thing I just mentioned, or you're just not sure how to use it, reach out to me through my email or one of the group pages, and I'll be happy to invite you to the Zoom call I'll be hosting that teaches just that. 
So the way I like to work with the goals I identify is by putting them on their appropriate notebook and then listing the steps I'm aware of that are needed to make the goal happen. These are actions that will find their way onto your to-do list. Now, after you've got everything on your to-do list, you're going to find a place on the calendar for each one of the items that are listed. For me, I look at my upcoming week on Sunday evenings and place the items throughout the week for when I think they should or can be done. And once I've done that, I let the items go and I don't worry about them again until they show up on the calendar. Doing this activity and setting your week up in this way is such a stress and anxiety reliever, I promise you. Your mind will be so much calmer and more able to stay present and involved with what's actually happening in the moment. You'll also find that ideas and creativity come more easily to you because your mind isn't bombarded with all the other minutia. Remember though, if you start getting all these great thoughts, and you will, that are not about what's happening in the present moment, you need to go back to step one of this practice, which is to capture those thoughts on your capture list to get back to them later. Please know that if this is a new practice for you, take it easy on yourself. It may take a few weeks to get into the habit of doing it, but I assure you, you'll be able to tell the difference between the days and weeks when you use it and when you don't. Now, not every action step will make it onto the upcoming week, and that's okay. You can put them on future weeks if they aren't pressing or actually aren't due until then. Remember to check for items that didn't get done and put them back onto another day of the week or on a future to-do list. I know in the last episode, I referred to our lives as a business, and that's exactly what our lives are. And it's important to create these foundational tools such as life balancing, your values, and now your time management system to support the business of your life. Another way to support you accomplishing these things is to have a place in your home where you can actually work on them. So I have a desk that I keep and I have fun sticky notes and different colored pens and tons of notebooks and all of my stuff is kind of right there. And I have those things because I enjoy them. They make the processes of things that I work through more fun and more colorful. And I actually write in pink mostly, which is kind of funny for me because I am not a pink girl and that's not even one of my favorite colors. But for some reason, when I write in pink, it makes me happy. So who knew? I have a lot of things like that, that if it feels good and it brings me joy, I include it. So create your space around this. And remember, time management is the key here. Not having enough time is a mindset. It's just a perception. You have enough time. You can have it all. You just have to decide to focus and balance your time with a time management plan like this one. So step number one is to have a place to capture those thoughts that are racing through your mind so they can get out of your brain and get your brain back on task. Then step two is to look at this list on a predetermined time. Step three is to sort the list based on how much time it will take, less than two minutes being done immediately. Step four is items that are taking more than two minutes. You're going to determine if they are for you to do. If they are something that someone else can do, you will delegate them. If they are something for you to do, then you are going to determine if they are going to take 
one or more action steps. Step five, single action stepped items will go right on the to-do list and items taking more than one action step will become goals. Step six will be to put those goals on your, well, I have the notebook, so however you organize your, your seven areas of life, but they'll be listed out onto whichever area of life they belong to. And then you will create the action steps for getting them accomplished. Those action steps are getting on the to-do list. And step seven is putting the items from the to-do list onto your calendar. Well, there you have it. Time management. I hope once you get your life organized in this way, you will see why it's one of my favorite tools to share and how important it is for the foundation of business of your life. I look forward to next week as we talk about how to stay in the present moment. Thank you for listening to Decide Already, a grown-ass woman's podcast. I invite you to join the Decide Already group for women on Facebook or on LinkedIn to stay connected with me and have access to all the units and postings that go along with my episodes. Remember to visit my website at www.decidealreadypodcast.com where you can subscribe and download the show so you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to share this podcast with the other women in your life and invite them to the Facebook or LinkedIn group as well. Until the next episode, I'm Michelle Davis, and I'm sending out a whole bunch of love. Take care, stay safe, and God bless.